I know I certainly am. It's a WFH Wednesday. We've explained that to you over the course of the last couple of days. Yes, well, it usually is for me as well. However, we're having extensive refurbishments done to the studios in Sydney. It's going to be WFH over the course of the next couple of weeks as well. So here I am at Cordor. Then we've got Heater over in Western Australia. He's sorting out everything for us there. Coach K is in his kitchen. Kitchen, I think he's in his kitchen at Bondi. And you, the listener, are anywhere at any time, I suppose, given the fact that you can download the app and do that. You're listening by 6.93 a.m. up there in SENQ Brisbane, 16.20 a.m. on the Gold Coast, and, of course, SEN 11.70 a.m. Uh, in the Harbour City, the Emerald City. But uh, if you download that app, you can listen anywhere at any time. G'day, afternooners. Thanks for tuning in. We welcome you to what we would describe as a very broad house of worship. And uh, we're doing it all thanks to SBS Fence. Remember, portable toilet and temporary fence are in Sydney. Go to sbsfence.com.au. As per usual, we've got a couple of prizes today. So best caller slash text message. Because I think we gave it... To, no, I think we gave it to a caller yesterday. Um, $100 thanks to Tristan and the team at Top Sport. Now, from what I understand, Tristan unavailable today. We did have him on the run sheet and he's... He's pulled in a bit of a, a late sickie or, you know, that's that sounds like a, a lunch or it sounds like a horse of his is running somewhere. But anyway, uh, maybe a golf day. Uh, but uh, Tristan from Top Sport, unavailable today. But don't worry, we'll go through all the markets, including but not limited to the big World Cup semifinals that are coming up over the course of the next couple of days. You'll have your chance to win the NBA 2K. Uh, you can do that for 2K PS5. That's PlayStation 5, right? My kids will be all over this. NBA 2K out now see you on the court so rather than the who am i i think we're going to do a, a nba trivia question so that's how we'll give that one away michelle bishop coming up very shortly with all the latest in the world of sport we're going to speak to sterling mortlock now a couple of reasons to speak to sterling am and that is because well the wallabies have been absolutely rubbish uh, we're trying to get to the bottom of that one of the greatest wallabies of all time the former captain and 80 test matches for the wallabies so we'll speak to sterling about that he's also got a new investment through his XB Capital firm, Coachmate, which as soon as I read it, I thought, ooh, this would help me with the Camden Rams under nine Reds team, who often you turn up at training and think, oh, what am I going to do? do this afternoon with this lot? But anyway, he'll be able to solve all of those problems for us as well. Uh, the two o'clock flock, it's here. So your chance to have your say, one 1170 And then we're going to speak to Spencer Casimir. What about this one? Work, <laughs> Stay with me on this one, ladies and gentlemen. Spencer has a PhD in rugby league. He's got the PhD uh, subject was the Americanization of rugby league since 1895. So he is a former resident of New York City that found rugby league on late night television as a 16 year old he's been so obsessed with it he's moved to australia sure he ended up in victoria where his other work takes him but he's a registered referee down there in victoria and he's often quoted in articles delivered by roy masters so uh, across the city morning herald so we're gonna have a chat with spencer casimir that's right he's got a phd in rugby league afternoons amplified with coach k and then of course we dive into the text line and we do all that thanks to sbsfence.com.au. Righto, what is happening in the world of sport? We've got this cricket semi-final. Well, we think it's coming up tomorrow. Travis Head has spoken in the build-up to that. There's lots of talk about the weather. 
But first of all, let's hear from Travis Head about what his anticipation is coming into this World Cup semi-final. Yeah, there's definitely a balance. Yeah, just making sure I try and get that right. Um, nice to contribute in the first game, being a bit lean in the last couple. Um, so, yeah, I'll go out fresh-minded. Um, I'll just make sure that... See a few technical things that I want to make sure that I'm ticking right. Um, my mental space around what I'm expecting and, um, and and being calm and controlled in what I'm doing and um, and reacting to what's coming down at me. If I'm doing that, then um, I'm happy. If I'm going away from that, then um, I'd be disappointed in the way I was playing. Remember all those people, put my hand up, I was one of them, talking about, well, why have you got Travis Head in the squad if you can't play till late in the tournament? Well, late in the tournament, Travis Head has been excellent. It's going to be a key player for Australia against South Africa. We've always said, yes, yes, we think Manus should be the man. But given it's probably going to be a rain-shortened or cyclone-shortened semi-final, uh, there's a school of thought around Marcus Stoinis fulfilling that extra role as opposed to Manus uh, Labaskakni. So here's Coach Andrew McDonald, who I would say would have the last say on this, talking about Manus v Marcus. Yeah, two two totally different positions if, if you want to narrow it into to Manus and Marcus. Different structure of team. And, and as I said, it's it's not a straight, you know, number five batter competing with each other. They're two totally different different roles. And yeah, we, we haven't got that far in the discussion. Um, I'm sure everyone else has had that discussion. We're yet to see uh, the surface, um, and we're yet to see the conditions. So, um, as always, we'll step through our process as boring as that sounds. But as I yeah. said, we've got you know very good options, and we're we're really really enthused by the way that top three has gone about. And why wouldn't you be? Uh, that uh, Andrew McDonald, the Australian coach, talking on the eve of the match, there talking about that selection issue that they have, and that man in the top three is Mitch Marsh. So started off opening the batting, now he's gone to number three with David Warner and Travis Head doing so well. He talked openly about the time he was booed at the MCG on the Boxing Day Test match. He was brought on to bowl and 75,000 people started booing. This was back in 2018-19. One of the reasons was because it was Mitch Marsh. One of the other reasons was it was Peter Hanscom who he replaced in the test side, of course, a Victorian. So very open about that. Of course, that has changed now, uh, as we were saying earlier. The Bison, everyone on this program, a big fan of the Bison. All right, let's get to some rugby league news. Nick Politis has lashed out at rivals who are whinging about the club's salary. Who hasn't whinged about the Roosters' salary cap position? I'll tell you the only people who haven't uh, whinged about the Roosters' salary cap position over the course of the last three decades. That's Roosters supporters. So let's have a listen to Chairman Nick Politis talking about this yesterday. Everyone jokes about salary cap, sombrero. Does that annoy you? Yeah, very much so, yeah. You know, I think the Dragons players? It's just jealousy. It's stupid, you know. What did you think of the Dragons players last night? Well, I think it's... Uh, what do you say about them? You know, they don't know what they're saying anyway. I'm happy for other teams to be looking at us and we just focus on ourselves. Um, that, at the end of the day, that's all we can control is, is focusing on ourselves. And if others looking across the fence, they're probably a little bit distracted. So Danny Wider there from Channel 9 had the yarn. I tell you what, you don't get Nick Politis very often. They're opening the new bowling club slash residential area up there at Waverley. Uh, that was uh, the old Waverley Bowling Club. So um, Nick Politis there. So Danny Widler from Channel 9 was able to get that audio. Joe Kelly, the CEO, speaking there as well. And I know it's been said before, but you've got to say it again. Unless you've got any evidence of what's going on there. Uh, otherwise, rumour and innuendo. So... 
Guess what? I'm with Nick Politis on that one. Go on, send the text in, 0457 736 736. And on the back of that, I go to my next story. Wallaby star Mark Noah Kwanatawasi is probably going to go to the Roosters. So this is absolutely fantastic. Uh, now, we know that Joseph Akuso-Swalihi will not be there. So there's a vacancy. There's salary cap space available for Mark Noah Kwanatawasi. Uh, and it's interesting getting some support from the National Rugby League, the central body, about attracting players from other codes, most notably Rugby Union, endorsed by General Manager of Football from Parramatta and Mark O'Neill. I just wonder on that. I've, aren't we in a much stronger position? I know this, these things are cyclical, but aren't we in a much stronger position than, like, is this attack or defence that the NRL is playing here? Uh, aren't we on the attack or is this a defensive move? I, and, and then the other thing about it is, too, it must be available for all clubs. And we know that in many ways that some clubs are more attractive than others when it comes to uh, rugby union players who are wanting to swap over to rugby league. Uh, but the Roosters are losing a player. Terrell May, it looks like, given his strong link with Cameron Serraldo from the time at the Penrith Panthers, is being hunted by the Bulldogs. Uh, 17 games last season for Terrell May. I tell you what, he's a good player. Those late-season games that Terrell May played, I think there was a game, what was the game? Was it the Sharks game that they won late in the semifinals that he played 40 minutes in a second half, I think, with Terrell May? Uh, I know that there was a game he played. He is a very, very good player. So losing him just goes to show that the salary cap is working. Former Rooster, James Maloney, former Shark, former Panther, former Warrior, former Stormer. He's gone up to the Cowboys. So he's going to be an assistant coach with the club's attack. So he joins Toddy Payton. I don't know where, to, where would Todd Payton have known James Maloney? I don't know. Justin Morgan, Ben Router there on the coaching staff. But of course, he was the 5'8 uh, to Chad Townsend halfback back in the 2016 Premiership winning team for the Cronulla Sharks. So that'll be a familiar face for Chad Townsend to be working with up there. Benny Elias has come out and had his say about um, Leichhardt Oval, so he's shaking his head. It's a shame. It's so disappointing. So what's so disappointing? The disappointing thing as far as Ben's concerned is that Leichhardt Oval is not hosting a Sunday afternoon match during the course of the 2024 season. So I quickly had a look at the West Tigers draw leading into this one. There are five games at Leichhardt Oval, five games at, at Leichhardt Oval. And, and I would suggest that's four games too many at Leichhardt Oval. Like, play them at Combank. Play them at Campbelltown Sports Stadium. Play them anywhere but Leichhardt. Because Leichhardt, I would suggest that the number of people who like Leichhardt Oval is completely outweighed by the number of people at the West Tigers who are frustrated by the lack of facilities at their home ground there. So maybe I'm, maybe I'm reading that incorrectly. And maybe we're not talking to the right people from this one. But I'm telling you, Leichhardt Oval, North Sydney Oval, Belmore Sports Ground, these ones that have this you know, very familiar feel about them and very historical, they're dilapidated. They cost an absolute... Why would you spend all this money on all these other stadiums and then go and play five games at Leichhardt Oval? It's extraordinarily ridiculous. But anyway, that's what we've got on our hands right now. Speaking of schedules, the AFL schedule has come out. So we've got round zero in Las Vegas. And now they're going to have opening round in the AFL. It's going to be played in Queensland and New South Wales, March 7 to 9. 
So I think that's the start of the rugby league season, isn't it? But anyway, Thursday, March 7, it'll be the Swans up against Melbourne at the SCG. And then the Lions v the Blues at the Gabba. And then the Gold Coast versus Richmond at Heritage Bank Stadium. And then it's Collingwood up against GWS at Giants Stadium. So all this, it's to coincide with the Labor Day long weekend. So uh, that's down in Victoria. So everyone thinks, oh, right, well, we'll go. We'll go for a trip up to sunnier climes up there in Sydney and Queensland. That's certainly the thought of the AFL CEO, Andrew Dillon. I, I would love to think... So anyone who was listening yesterday to Jaleesa Apps, who was talking about, oh, wouldn't it be nice? Rugby and the NRL could all just get on. If you are naive enough to think that the AFL and Rugby Australia and NRL could all live happily ever after together, and I'm talking about you, Jaleesa Apps, then you are absolutely crazy. Absolutely. This is an assault on the hearts, minds, and most importantly, the wallets. It is a war, baby. It's a war, and you better believe it. And here's the other thing. New South Wales cricket is weak enough, all right? We don't want our athletes that would normally have played cricket playing AFL. So New South Wales got enough problems in the cricket. But if you don't think it's a war, if you, if you don't think it's a war, if you haven't thought, if you, if you actually drank the Kool-Aid that Kevin Sheedy was telling you, a decade ago, oh, we can all live here together. Really, Kevin? Is that what you're after? Anyway, and finally, uh, Nestory Iren Kunda. We spoke about it yesterday to Daniel Garb. He's gone to Bayern Munich. This is absolutely huge. So he's going to stay with Adelaide United for the remainder of this season. But then after that, Bayern Munich are going to go around the back of the couch and they'll pull out Australian $5.8 million and then give that to Adelaide United. And Adelaide United will fall over when that check hits their, I don't know whether you presented a check to them or it hits their bank account, they will fall over. They've never seen so much money in their life. But anyway, what a start for Nestor Irin Kunda. It's changed forever. His club, Adelaide United. So love to get your thoughts on that as well. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. We've got Michelle Bishop coming up very shortly. Before we get there, I've been hearing all day on the SEN airwaves about Matilda being Australia's word of the year. And there's lots of reasons for that. It's very Australian, iconic, and, of course, the performance of the Matildas during the World Cup. So what I want on the text line today, be careful. Be very careful. 0457 736 736. Underappreciated words in the Australian lexicon. What words do you think? Uh, you know, we need to revisit that word. That's a great word. What's under? I'll tell you what's underappreciated. Behemoth. The word behemoth, a huge or monstrous creature. I can just imagine. I reckon he said it. The great Ray Rabs went, yeah, behemoth. I'm sure he said that about someone at some stage. But what are the, just be careful, what are the underappreciated words in Australia's lexicon? Let us know. one 1170 The text line, 0457-736-736. All right, let's get ourselves to a break. After that, we're back with Michelle Bishop.